Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. We're at episode 135. And today I have got Krishla Solaris from Showy Social back again. And we're talking all about Instagram Reels. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, now for those of you who are like, oh, Sue's not another thing on Instagram. Well, let me just preface it like this, is that you don't have to use everything, but you know something, it's always good to know about it. So I want to bring you what you need to know about, and then you can make an informed decision about whether it's something you want to use, whether it's worth using, whether it's going to be something that is super fun or hard, whatever it is. But I just remember when stories came out and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered. And now I attribute (laughs) a lot of my business sales, my business connections, my business growth to Instagram stories. So my point is don't dismiss things too quickly. Just see whether it's something that could be for you or not. So I'm excited to have Krishla back. This is her second visit to the podcast, which is always exciting. Now, I am super excited to share something new with you. It's something that's been in the works for a while. It is the Brand Authority Accelerator. It is my new high-touch program, which is a 12-month coaching program. And it is for coaches, consultants, service-based businesses, people who want to be seen as leaders in their industry and build their brand authority. So, It's all about defining, designing, monetizing and amplifying your expertise to create a signature framework and develop assets that grow your reputation, your income, your influence and your impact. So this is something I've been doing for a really long time. Coming from a consulting background, I have worked with so many coaches and professionals and leaders to help them to form their frameworks, their systems, their pillars, so that they can teach what it is that they know. So if you're a coach or consultant who's like, I just feel like I've got a lot of information in my head and I've actually spoken with so many people who feel like this. I've got a lot of information in my head. I don't kind of know how to pull it all out and create something that I can teach in a really methodical and structured way. And can I just say that when you're able to teach something in a structured way, it makes it easier for people to understand. It makes it easier for you to sell and the value put on it is so much higher, which means that you can start charging more for it as well because you have got this complex system that you're sharing and teaching people that can help them to do whatever it is that you help them to do. So that is definitely me in my zone of genius. And I have been wanting to bring a program to life to work with more people to be able to do it. So if you want to get an invitation to the live training happening on the 10th of December, all you have to do is go to suzechadwick.com forward slash BAA and apply to get an invitation to that training. So head to suzechadwick.com forward slash BAA. You can also head there to check out all the details and apply to come to that live training. And I cannot wait to see you there. If you are a coach consultant or service-based business who is wanting to up their game next year 
and be seen as an authority in your industry, then this one is for you. But hey, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Krishla, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Thank you. I am very honoured to be here for a second time. Um, yeah, I feel very special. So thank you for having That's me. That's okay. That's okay. You know, sometimes when I find people that just know what they're talking about, I'm just like, let's get you back. Let's see what's happening, especially when all of these platforms, Krishna, are constantly updating and we have to stay abreast of what is going on. And it is challenging. I'm not going to lie. So Uh, We are going to be talking about the rise of reels today, uh, specifically. I know that we can talk about a lot of other things and we might cover a couple of other things at the end, but reels is what we're focusing on right now. So before we jump in, how did you feel when you saw reels come onto the platform? I was okay about it. I wasn't, I'll tell you the time that I really got that sinking feeling of, oh no, not another feature was when they introduced IGTV. That's, I had a lot on my plate at that time. And I was like, oh, not another thing. Reels, I was already all over TikTok, um, as you know, right? (laughs) From our last episode together. So for me, it wasn't anything new. And I was really easily able to, I guess, transfer what I knew about TikTok and that style of fast paced video over to Reels. And that's, I guess, you know, how um, I've come to be known as an expert in inverted commas. It's really because I was already on TikTok and had that experience and knowledge. Okay, awesome. Now we'll obviously have in the show notes the last episode that Crystal was on, so you can go check it out, which was all about TikTok. Now, when it comes to Reels, for those people who have not gotten onto it yet, I'm sure that they've seen it if you're on Instagram. What is Reels? Okay, Reels is one of Instagram's newest features. They've they've released a lot of new features lately. So many. Um, Yes, I know. So many, and it is tricky to keep up with them. Um, But it is a feature that allows you to create and edit bite-sized videos within the Instagram app. So the, the videos can be anywhere between three and 30 seconds long. They can be paired with audio. So either your own audio audio that you've taken from another person's reel or music. If you have music functionality, they are portrait format. And at the moment, they're mobile only. So that means you can only create them on your phone and upload them from your phone, whether that changes in the future and you can add reels from desktop. We'll see about that. And viewers can like, comment and share on them. Now, very much like TikTok, for those who are familiar with that platform, you scroll through the Reels feed vertically, um, just like TikTok's For You page. And what's really interesting about Reels is their placement options. So they appear on that dedicated Reels feed that used to be accessed via the Explore page. But again, another little update from Instagram means that it now sits pride of place on the main navigation menu. You can also see reels in your home feed if people you're following are sharing to there. And each each individual user has their own reels tab on their profile once they create their first reel. And that sits there alongside IGTV. 
Yeah. So I was just going to say, we'll do some screenshots in the show notes as well so that you can go and check those out. But basically now, and this just happened for me, I think maybe a couple of weeks ago, where now on the bottom, I've actually got my phone in front of me as I'm saying this. Now on the bottom, which is kind of the main menu for me, you've got home, you've got search, you've got reels, you've got shopping, and then you've got your own profile. And then when you're in your own profile, you've got the feed, you've got reels, you've got IGTV, and then you've got tagged. So if you go and check out the show notes, if you don't know what I'm talking about or just get your phone out, that's what I'm looking at at the moment. So reels is now literally in my main menu and at the bottom main menu as well. So they really have made it really prominent too. But it's interesting because do you think that IGTV took off as much as they wanted it to? Because my understanding was that that was supposed to be a competitor to YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) And it definitely did not take off as much as Instagram wanted it to. There were a few things I think inherently lacking from IGTV uh, that meant that it wasn't a success. The first being that people weren't used to watching long form video content on Instagram. They just didn't go there for that. So, you know, trying to get people to change their behaviors is really tough. Also, there was that lack of search functionality. And we're going to talk about search a little bit later. But, you know, that's one thing that is so great about YouTube you can pop on there and search for anything and find it immediately. Whereas IGTV, it still doesn't have that. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that really lets down that part of the platform. Um, Reels, I think this time around, they are going all in on getting us to watch Reels and to create Reels because, well, there's a number of reasons. (laughs) First of all, they want to compete with TikTok. They saw their opening when the US threatened to take down TikTok. And I think they jumped in possibly prematurely with Reels and put out what I would call a minimal viable product or minimum viable product, whatever that term is. Um, MVP, yeah. That's right, (laughs) exactly. To get something out there quickly. Now, As you know, you know, if you have been on TikTok, Reels is kind of like the poor cousin to TikTok at the moment. Yes, the first pancake, but I'm sure they're going to add to it and make it better over time. And we can see that the fact that they've put it right there on the main navigation menu, they want people to use Reels. And, you know, another reason, surprise, surprise, they're going to monetize Reels. So there's already talk about adding shopping and advertising to the real space. So that's why they're going to be pushing that. And that's why as brands or businesses, we need to be there and paying attention and making sure that we are involved as well. So why do you think it's the poor cousin to TikTok? Uh, It just doesn't have... um, it doesn't have a super sophisticated algorithm like TikTok does. TikTok, and that's why it's so addictive if you've been on there, is really good at, I guess, predicting the kind of content you would like to see. It also has a far more sophisticated video editor than um, 
than Reels does. But Reels are making little changes every day and it is getting better and better. So I think it's just a case, you know, I didn't see TikTok way back at the very start when it first came out. It might have been just as basic as Reels. So I think, you know, let's wait and see uh, on that. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Instagram's a bit naughty, aren't they? Like it's like when Snapchat came out, they did stories. When TikTok came out, they did Reels. They were a little bit of copycats, really. Yes, <laughs> They're like, they we just want it all. We want it all on the one platform. And to be honest, like, you know, it does kind of feed back into the whole thing of we don't want to have loads of different platforms that we're on. Like if we can have one platform that does everything really well, we were literally just talking about tech before we hit record. And it's like, you've got to have all these different tech platforms in order to run your business. Wouldn't it be great if there was just one? I feel like Instagram's trying to be that at the moment, but I guess, you know, with that, it's maybe not going to be as good as a dedicated platform that only does that one thing and does it really, really well. I think just with IGTV now, when they made lives automatically or you can you can put your live to IGTV, I think that that's made me watch IGTVs more now because it'd be lives that have converted across. So yeah, it's really interesting. But listen, let's dive into more about Reels. So talk to me about what you're seeing as far as the benefits go for reels um, if businesses use it? Yeah. So, I mean, there are a few different, you know, differences um, in terms of reels, perhaps in relation to stories, you know, where they appear on the platform, as we spoke about before. The fact that you can add captions, which is really great, and, of course, the editor itself. But there's two key differences slash benefits um, that business owners can really take advantage of. So the first is the incredible reach that people are currently seeing on Reels. Now, reach is about getting your content out to more people, to new people who might not already know you, getting discovered, and that's how you grow your account. That's how you grow your followers. And right now, there really isn't a better way to grow your account organically um, in terms of that kind of reach piece so I think you know that's one huge benefit whether the reach stays that good um I'll I'll bet you know two cents that it will drop over time of course as more people start using reels that's just the nature of social media platforms but if Instagram are investing money in shopping and advertising you can bet that there will still be, I guess, some Instagram brownie points using Reels, yeah? And so have Uh, you followed, like, how have you found it as a user? I have to say that I probably have followed maybe two or three new people that I've discovered through Reels. Uh, And so it's definitely, I'm not on it all the time, though. Like, I'm not in Reels. I wouldn't use it like TikTok. Like I used to, I didn't have TikTok anymore. I used to watch TikTok and, you know, flick through and it was quite not addictive, but it was just easy for that to happen. I'm not really doing that with reels at the moment, but I have discovered some people. I'm just looking at my reels at the moment. And when I had my photo shoot a couple of weeks ago, we had some of the girls over and did a bit of a dance which is not something I would normally do. I'm actually not in the video. I'm just the recorder of the video. And we've had nine over 9,000 views on that video, which I think is hilarious. 
Um, my oh, other I one. That one too. That was uh, the my <laughs> explore tab. So there you go. Well done. <laughs> I do see you in my explore tab when I do go through as well. But the other ones have got an average of two to three thousand views, which are more businessy type ones or just tips. Uh, so yeah, so that's about an average two to three thousand. That particular dance one with some booty shaking has got over nine thousand. So maybe you need to incorporate booty shaking as one of your content pillars in reels. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm just Look, you joking. don't have to dance on reels, but hey, maybe it helps if you're good at dancing. Why not? You know, I most certainly am not. I do like a bit of mum shuffling. Like it's. <laughs> It's not pretty, um, but that's right. I show up with high quality Instagram tips and that's what people like from me. So yeah. you know, you've got to stick with your niche, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess talking a little bit more about the benefits. Yep. We're loving that reach. That's fantastic. And the duration of reels. So reels don't disappear after 24 hours like stories, which means they're really good for using for like evergreen content. So content that doesn't date because you can keep sharing them again and again. You can share reels to your stories. And I think they've got a bit of a longer shelf life in terms of discoverability and them appearing in search. Now, you'll know that last week, I think it was, um, Instagram released keyword search. This is huge. This is a really, really big thing. Now, as with everything Instagram releases, it's not perfect yet. It's still, um, there's, it's quite limited in terms of the search terms that you can look at. But this means so much, and I think for the future of Instagram, that you can now search for keywords in captions. Now, right now, the search results are only showing feed posts, but I'm sure over time, they'll be pulling in IGTV videos and also Reels. And because Reels have captions, I think you've got, again, it's about that longevity of your content that it'll be able to be shared time and time again by people finding you through those search results and through the captions that you've written. So I think that's an awesome opportunity for businesses if they can create some really high quality content that is evergreen, that isn't going to date, because it can then be accessed by, you know, people who haven't seen it before, or if they have new followers, or what have you. And so you're getting more bang for your buck in terms of your content um, being viewed. Yeah. So just in regards to creating of the reels, I think I found that quite challenging. I actually did one a while ago and I shot it in reels and then somehow I exited and I lost the whole thing. So now um, I love it. Krisha's just looking at me with like the sad face. <laughs> it's like, oh, shame. <laughs> so what I've done now is that I record it just in my videos. So I record like small amounts. And then I upload it to my reels just so that if I want to change it around, because the other thing is you can't move them. So once you put them in an order, I'm so used to like drop and drag. I'm just like, no, I want that one to be first. It doesn't yeah. do that. So that's just, I think a little tip, unless you've got one, I now record it in my normal camera video. And then I just upload it in whatever order I want. And then I'm not losing any videos if I accidentally go out of it those sorts of things. And I can then obviously trim it when it's in there. The other thing that I'm doing or that I've done is like you said, if I've done stories, 
where I think it's really good content, I save that video and then I upload it in my reels. And so it has a longer life. So literally the one I did yesterday, I think it was the day that we're recording this. uh, I did one on the fact that when you see somebody who looks like what they do is effortless, there's been a lot of practice or experience behind it. And so I then made that into a reel because I got a lot of comments uh, when I did those stories. So those are just a couple of ways around creation. What are you kind of seeing is easier when it comes to how you can create your reels? Yeah, I agree. The reels editor is a little bit tricky and that's coming from someone who's used the TikTok editor. And again, they're kind of similar for both my reels and my TikToks. I actually do the same thing you do. And I film the components that I want, especially if I want like a a multi-video video. video. So with lots of little clips that are stitched together, I find it much easier to film all of those. And then I actually put everything into an app called InShot. Because that app, you can move stuff around like we were talking. You can add um, non-commercial music. You can add transitions, text. It's a really good editing app and it's super easy to use. And then I'll export a version for Reels and I'll export a version for TikTok. So I might have slightly different endings, different lengths, because Reels you can do up to 30 seconds, whereas TikTok you can do up to a minute. So I might do a shortened version as I'm creating that. And then I've got my content ready to go. Um, Yeah, I know we should be really plugging the use of the Reels editor. I mean, it's not ridiculously hard to use but just in terms of things like lining up text you know to your video or to music or what have you it's Mm. a little bit easier at the moment I'm finding to use some of these external apps but you can absolutely do it within Instagram it's probably beneficial in some way Um, I'm sure in terms of perhaps the texture adding may be picked up you know by their readers or what have you but yeah I just prefer InShot personally I'm used to that app The other thing that I found is that when I was shooting a reel the other day, I couldn't add GIFs and stuff to it, which was super annoying. So once again, I just recorded a whole lot of stories that I didn't post. I just saved them. But then I added text and GIFs and all the rest of it. And then I just stitched it together in reels. So that worked for me as well, just from a visual aesthetic, because I wanted to use some of my own gifts in it. So that's probably how I will potentially make them going forward, just because I'm just like, it's just a bit more fun. I can add a bit more interest points to it and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Or you could create them in your stories and download them from there as well. Um, that's kind of, you know, for things like gifts and that, and because we're all very familiar with the stories editor, um, that can be a good way to do it too. create it there, hit download and then re-upload it. And also because when you're in reels in the native reels, I find the text feature super hard. Like it's a pain in the butt where you've kind of got to write your text and then you've got to make sure that it starts and ends when you want it to. Whereas if I do a story, I'll just write the text and I'll save that story. And then each story's got its own text and it's just so much easier. So I think you just kind of find workarounds. But if you're kind of using the Reels, like you're in the native Reels, uh, you know, editor and you're finding it hard and so you're not doing it because it feels hard, 
then take some of these tips, you know, do it in stories, save it, do it in video on your phone, save it, do it in InShot, whatever it is. So there's a few different options. Yeah, absolutely. And you don't have to be super fancy with your reels. You don't have to do all these like transitions and jump shots and things like that. Especially when you're first starting out, if you're not good at that kind of video editing, you don't have to do it. You can do one continuous 30 second reel of you talking to camera or showing whatever it is you want to show. That's fine too. Yeah. You don't have to be doing the pointing ones with text popping up and all of that. Um, Although they're actually easier than you might think. Um, And it's actually one of the ones that I show people in my little mini course um, is the pointing one, even though we're probably sick to death of seeing this one. I joke around. I'm like, you've become a pointer sister. You know, whose reels I love is Pat Flynn. So Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. I'm just like, his reels are so good. They're just really, like he's really thought about all of the uh, quirky things that entrepreneurs go through and then he acts them out really, really well. Uh, and so I love his reels. I find them super entertaining and different. I love that kind of those observational kind of ones and yeah. the stuff that we relate to on a day-to-day basis. I think that's so good. It's very Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> which is one of my favourite shows ever. So maybe that's why I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so good. All right, so what else do we need to know? Okay, well, I think one thing that many people might be wondering, um, and I've had this question asked is, do we need reels and stories? Do you need both of them? Now, I'm going to say, what a surprise, yes. (laughs) Of course, I'm going to say yes. Because there are some differences and there are some different ways that you would use them as part of your Instagram strategy. And I broke it down like this for a group that I was talking to the other day and they got very excited (laughs) about this prospect because I think if you've got a really clear purpose as to what you're using each part of the platform for, it makes it much easier to think up of think up content ideas and just to, I guess, know the point of each part of the platform. So you don't feel like you're just making content for content's sake. So first of all, I would say you want to use them together as part of an overall growth and selling strategy. And I'm assuming we're talking to business owners here who have something to sell. If you don't, well, you can just do some dancing reels and have a bit of fun. But really what you want to do with all of your content and this video content, you know, included is to use your content to move people through the different stages of the customer journey. So from awareness to consideration to conversion. And if you're really lucky, you'll get those lovely loyal customers who come back and who become brand advocates for you. So what I think works really well, and this is the approach that I'm taking with Reels, at least for the moment, maybe something will change wildly with the platform. But Reels I see because of their great reach, because of the ability to get in front of new people, is really great for top of funnel content. So that brand awareness content. So that's stuff like, you know, um, about you, about your product or about your service, kind of in general terms, the benefits of your product or service. Um, For me, I'm using it a lot just to share quick tips and provide quick wins for people. Um, And I think what you really want to be doing with this kind of content is number one, sticking to your niche so that you bring the right people back to your account. So we want to 
I guess, get out there, show our value to people so they and entice them back to come and consume your other content on other parts of the platform. So that could be your feed post, your IGTV, even your stories. So I think that's a really great way that you can use Reels. Again, because you've got that option to add captions and hashtags, that's going to help even more with discoverability. And as we spoke about before, because that evergreen, you can really have a think about the kind of content that's going to be great for you to share over and over again or to be discovered over and over again via that search functionality. Now, I would say it's not so great for hard selling. Um, I think you could do some some soft selling in terms of perhaps if you have a product, for example, showing the process, how that product is made, the kind of behind the scenes, styling the product, whatever it is, the product kind of in action, I would say, is a great way to kind of use your reels. But hardcore selling might not work as well if you are talking to a cold audience, because as we know, you need to warm people up a little bit uh, before you can sell to them. So for me, I'm really focusing on that top of funnel cold audience. Another great way to use reels is kind of as a teaser to some of your longer form content. So if you can do a little bit of a tutorial, say you've got five tips about something and you can fit one tip into a reel and then invite people back to say, watch an IGTV for the rest of them or to read a blog post or something like that. Whereas stories, I would say, can really complement your reels because you're talking to a warm audience here. So people who already know you, it's normally your own followers consuming your stories. So they at least know who you are. They might like you if you're lucky. <laughs> they may even trust you if you're really lucky. So we're talking about that kind of middle of funnel content, the consideration and conversion stages of that customer journey, if we want to get all marketing techy. Um, but really the focus here should be on nurturing your existing followers. So building trust, inviting conversation, and getting them sales ready. So the good thing about stories compared to reels is, one, they're really quick and easy to create. Reels require a little bit more planning um, and consideration as to how you're going to make them look and what you're going to present. So it's a bit of a time investment upfront. But as we said before, because you can keep repurposing that content, it's worth that time investment. Whereas stories are quick and easy. They can kind of be about your day, your um, day. and timely content as well and a bit more conversational. And they've got all those really good inbuilt engagement features. So you've got the stickers, you know, to DM, although mine's disappeared for some reason, um, the polls, all of that stuff to invite that engagement and get people into your DMs and message them privately. And that's where you can really warm people up to sell to them because you can chat about your product or your service, you can answer questions, you can overcome any objections, you can share links. So I think the two really work so well together. If you think of them like that, and as I said before, if you've got a clear plan for each part of the platform, it's going to make your content creation that much easier. Awesome. So let's just talk about coming up with ideas for reels. Because like you said, Insta stories is for me, definitely on the go. It's what I'm up to today, sharing what I'm doing, what's happening, some tips, all the rest of it. Uh, for reels, as you mentioned, it does take a little bit more thought. And so for people who are wanting to create reels, how can they, I guess, start thinking about 
how they're going to create that content or what they're actually going to share. Yep. So hopefully um, people have got some kind of content pillars or key topics or things that they like to talk about. Always start with that. Um, You never want to be creating just random content. Again, as I said before, you really want to stick with within your niche so that you attract the right people back to your account and those people are then more likely to follow you and enjoy your other content. You know, if you start going randomly off topic and sharing cooking videos when you're, you know, a social media strategist or something, people will come back to your account and then be very disappointed (laughs) when there's no more recipes or things to share. You can do it sometimes. You can jump in on trends, of course, and have a bit of fun like your dancing video. A bit of a booty shaking video. Yeah, yeah. but you want the majority, (laughs) I think, of your content to be about related to what it is you want to talk about and what you want to be known for so I think sort of starting with that overview and then if you are going to be using reels as a way of attracting new people to your account and that kind of brand awareness piece I would sit down and brainstorm all the things that people need to know about you and your business so the kind of things that you take for granted about you and yourself and your brand story and all of that and break that down into little topics because remember you've only got up to 30 seconds so you can't say a lot in that time you also I guess want to uh, brainstorm what people would be asking at that stage of the customer journey so what do they actually need to know back then and you might have to even find somebody who's kind of back at that stage to help you out with this and you can kind of ask them what it is that they don't know about what you're offering and make content that addresses that that answers that and I would also say as a really quick and easy way to create some reels content go into your Instagram insights have a look at the posts that have performed the best and take some of those ideas and recreate them as real. So if you've got a really great post, perhaps you share a tip or a tool or an idea, take that and just present it as video content. It's that easy. If it's performed well on your feed, chances are it'll perform well as a reel as well. Okay, awesome. Yeah, and I think that's a really good idea. I was looking at this the other day is that I've got so much content on my Instagram and I was going back to like even posts either earlier in the year or last year or the year before, because it's been forever. Uh, And there's so much content that I am looking at now reposting because I'm like, that was like, that was a really meaty, great like post. Uh, But then also looking at, yeah, how can I put that in a story or a reel so that it's got then a different audience or hitting a different market? And like you said, I don't know, I need to go check if I've put hashtags on my reels or not. I need to go look at that. But just repurposing a lot of the stuff that you've got so that you're not like, oh, like I have to come up with something new, I think is a really important thing to just remember to do, I think. Yeah, absolutely. That is something anyone who's done Instagram Unpacked, my course, will know I bang on about repurposing content a lot because it saves you a whole lot of time. Number one, sometimes people need to hear the same message over and over. And remember, you're always getting new followers who haven't seen that content. Now that actually um, brings us into another new feature that Instagram's released just in the past week, Instagram guides, which really is about repurposing content. So it's about curating content from your feed, putting it into a guide so you can breathe new life into it. And I think it's super smart 
And I suspect it's going to be tied into that search functionality um, that they've also just released. So in terms of like Instagram SEO and new ways to have your, your content discovered. And so for people who don't know what guides are, what are they? So guides are a new feature on Instagram. If you tap the little plus button, you'll see you've now got the option to create a guide. They've been around for a little while, actually, but they were only rolled out to a handful of charity accounts to try out. And now we all have access to them. And I say we all. Six English-speaking countries have access to them at the moment. But what it is, is it's almost like... It's a little bit Pinteresty, I have to say, because mm. you're creating a collection of your posts. Now, what's really cool about this is you can create a guide for places, products, or posts. So you can pull together a collection of places that you love. So say you wanted to do 10 restaurants you love in Melbourne, and you can search for them and pull in some of their feed content into your own guide. So it's not just your own content. It can be other people's. You but then do, do you have to write, like you have to write a description for all of them? Yeah, but it can be really short. So you can okay. do a title and a description. Again, I would recommend adding this because I think that's going to be really vital in terms of SEO and search down the track. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing too laborious. Like I created three guides the other day in, I don't know, a matter of minutes. Like it was very quick and easy oh, okay. to do. Because I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I don't have time for that right now. <laughs> you do, <laughs> I promise. I'm you like, take I'll take a look later. Yeah. Five minutes. Okay. So you've got that places one. You've got products. Now this is really interesting. E-commerce are going to love this. So I could go and create a guide perhaps with, um, and there's a wish list feature here. So I could do something like a Christmas shopping guide, for example. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to be putting out a gift guide this year where I can go through and I can actually access other people's shops so if they've got an Instagram shop set up I can take all their products that I like and put them together in one guide add my descriptions or if I wanted to like review products or something like that they will get a notification that I've used their content of course I assume there's an approval process I have to say I haven't received a notification to see that just yet um but, you know, so that's a really great way to perhaps share a gift guide, um, you know, with a collection of other things that you like or anything like that. Recipes, like there's just, again, it's very Pinteresty. It's like creating your own little board. I didn't um, even think of that. So they're going after Pinterest now as well. They yeah. are. <laughs> yep. They want everything. I mean, you know, if if Twitter can have stories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know I saw that on my husband's Twitter the other day. I'm like, what is that? I saw a funny meme the other day and it said, oh my God, um, Microsoft Excel has stories now. <laughs> Someone had done a mock-up of that with little stories <laughs> on the top of the spreadsheet because yeah, they really are everywhere. But so that's, I think, a really fun one the products and working together with like-minded businesses, you know, really good for collaboration. And again, mm. getting in front of some new eyeballs. And then that third type is posts. So you can obviously pull together your own posts and or you can add posts that you've saved from other people's accounts. So you need to go in, well, I think this is an easy way to do it. Go through your feed, save all the ones that you want to include in your guide and then it's really easy when you open up your guide, you've got the option of going through your feed and manually selecting posts, or you can see your saved tab. And so you can easily grab all the ones that you've popped into saved 
and then repurpose those. Now I've got a little hack if you want to include some reels into your guide because um, you can't access the reels feed when you're building your guide. But if you go into your reel, you tap the little three dots on that and save it, then you'll be able to see it in your saved posts. And so you can have a mix of feed posts and also reels and video in your guide, which makes it a little bit more dynamic, a little bit more interesting for people to view as well. Awesome. So let's put this in practical terms. So if you're a business owner, um, what kind of guides have you put together already, Krishla? Like what, how can we start to potentially plan something like this? Because for me, I was like, it feels a bit like highlights. Like if I go into my highlights, then I might have highlights on all my speaking tips, like as I'm a speaker coach, all my speaking tips, or here's all my business tips. Um, and so I've got that for my stories in highlights. So I almost feel like my guide is almost like a highlights for my feed content that I might have say for speaking or business tips or for whatever else I want to share. Yeah, exactly right. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, it is a highlight for that. I think the advantage of a guide over your highlights is one, you don't have to go and produce a story with that content because uh, you're just repurposing what you've already got on your feed. So that's mm. great. Yay. It's something that we don't have to create from scratch is always good, but also because you can add those descriptions and the little captions for each thing that you're sharing in your guide, it gives you, I guess, an opportunity to build on the content that you've already got there and to provide more context or example. Examples. You can't add clickable links, but in a couple of my guides, I've just added website links, you know, as well, just to make people aware of perhaps a few things that I've got on my website. So, so far I've created three guides and I've got a fourth one in my head to create. So the first one I've done is a welcome one. So just a bit about me, about Shall We Social um, and sharing. I've done a mix of reels and feed posts as well. Um, in there, there are um, a couple of mentions of like my key products as well. And just um, there's a, like a blooper reel video in there as well. Just, you know, to give people a bit of a feel for who I am um, and what I'm all about. I've created one with surprise, surprise, Instagram tips. Yeah. <laughs> so, which, you know, it's I've only put 10 posts in there so far, <laughs> but there will definitely be more. And because it sits right here on your profile, it's easy to find. Oh, yes. And I've created one for some of my favorite apps and tools. Oh, cool. So, you know, things for creating fun Instagram stories and that. Um, and I have another one in the works. As I said, I'm going to create one about my signature offering, Instagram Unpacked. So I'll have information about the course um, testimonials and results that my clients have gotten as well. So you can really use them for all sorts of things. I think um, frequently asked questions would be a great one yeah. um, to create a guide for. If you know you have products um, that require some kind of special care or maintenance, it would be good to you know have that information or ways to style them or use them or something like that. Um, even things like if you have some new collections, I mean, it's, again, you're overlapping probably a little bit with what you're doing on highlights as well. But I think it's great, like you were saying before, to pull up some of that older feed content that people might not have seen and just breathe a little bit of new life into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think you've just got to take a look at, you know, 
if if you could outsource that as well, like that could be good. Um, if you've got a VA, then maybe that's something that you get them to do because it's all there. It's not like you have to create it. So if the content's there, then just take a look at how you can use it. For me, you know, something I'm just about testing. I'm just like, let me test this. Let me see. I have to say that the reach on Reels has been good. I don't know if I can, I guess, attribute it to any kind of, increase in followers or conversion or anything like that. So it is kind of saying, well, if 3000 people have watched this, like what's the outcome that I want from it? So for me, I just want to test stuff out. I'm like, I might try a couple of guides and see what that does and, and you know, how it works. And so I think just really understanding how things work and some things you may use, some things you may not, you know, I don't, use Instagram live all the time or IGTV. I do have content in there, but the feed is obviously something I use every day or, you know, multiple times a week and stories I use all the time because I can attribute like, you know, connection and conversion and growth and things to it. So I think you've just got to try it and see what works for you. If you are a retail business, then obviously the whole new shopping elements are going to be massive for you. So you really need to get on top of that. Uh, And so it's not about using everything. It's about understanding, testing and seeing what's potentially relevant for you and how you can make it work for you as well. Yeah. And having a plan for each part of the platform so you are being strategic and you're not overlapping perhaps too much in your content because ideally you want people to come to your profile to see what you're about to go through your highlights to look at your guides to look at your feed and kind of move through your content and that way again it's through that content that you're moving them along the customer journey yeah awesome and so what do you think are some of the do's and don'ts when it comes to reels Okay. (laughs) Of course, I've got some do's and don'ts, right? (laughs) I love a quick do's and don'ts list. Yep. Okay. Do, as I said before, pick a niche. Yeah. So decide what you're going to have as your, um, you know, you could have a very specific niche for just your reels or one type of content that you only share on reels. It might just be tips. It might be, you know, um, if you were say, um, in the wellness space or something, you might share like a, um, a mindfulness tip each day or, you know, like a breathing exercise or something like that. You know, you can kind of do that. You could do a little series of things that you do, you know, decide, I guess, what you're going to do. Make sure it's aligned with the rest of your content so that you do attract the right followers back to your account. Um, always add a caption, a nice descriptive caption for SEO purposes and hashtags. Now, I don't know about hashtags and where they're going next year. I feel like the importance of hashtags is dropping and Mm. especially with the introduction of search. Um, So it'll be interesting. I think people are using, they're using the platform differently. We know from Google, people don't just type in keywords anymore Mm. and hashtags kind of are keywords. Instead, people type in whole sentences. So how to do this. Yeah. And so that's, I think, if you've got nice descriptive captions, I think that's going to really help you down the track. That's just my little two cents on that. Um, But definitely include a caption because you can and hashtags because you can. Yeah. I would say for your reels, keep it short and snappy. Yeah. So try and really condense down your message. Don't waffle on for too long. You've only got 30 seconds, but even that, I suspect, 
shorter reels probably perform better and you want to have people possibly re-watching your reels as well so make it quick um yeah keep people's attention but yeah don't carry on like I am right now um, <laughs> Okay, add captions or text to your videos as well. We know that this is great in terms of engagement and longer watch time, but also it's important from an accessibility point of view. Um, as I mentioned before, you can add reels to your guides. So I would be doing that. Um, if you've got relevant reels and you are creating guides, hit save on them access them that way and add them to your guides again it's nice to have that variety of content in there yeah and I guess the other big do is to share and share again so once you've created a guide you can share that to stories over and over again so don't be afraid to reuse your content to reshare it especially if it's performing well and you can say I shared this the other day, people are loving this reel, or, you know, you can reference that it is shared again or older content if you want. Otherwise, just share it because not everybody sees your content the first time. Yeah. Okay. In terms of things, I guess, not to do, um, don't tell me you're too old for reels. <laughs> I have seen this in so many Facebook groups. You are not too old. There is no age limit on creativity okay yes. I had someone in a, a group the other day saying I'm 35 and I was thinking oh I'm 41 you know? <laughs> <laughs> I do reels all the time yeah. you're not too old okay everybody's got something to say you know you can show up and show your face and this really works at the moment so why not give it a go you know instead of sitting there complaining that your reach has dropped let's do something about it yeah, yeah. um I would say I guess a more practical don't don't put your text, if you're adding text to your video, up too high or down too low. So your reel is a 916 size portrait video. If you imagine that there's a square, a 1080 by 1080, so the Instagram size square in the middle, that's where you want to be keeping maybe at least your title text or the, the bit that kind of introduces what your reel is about. This is because... You start out with a 916 or a portrait video. When it appears in the feed as a preview, it comes down to a four by five. And then when it appears on your actual feed, it comes down to that square one by one ratio. So you want to just be careful with the placement of text. And it might be something, look, it's a little bit of trial and error. Um, I get it wrong sometimes too, but you know, just consider that. If there's, especially for those first few seconds that are going to be previewed, remember you want to catch people's attention. Yeah. And I would say, you know, don't overthink it. <laughs> As with anything, you know, um, if you have to do a pointing video, pointing at text, go for it. If that's what you need to do to get started, if you're a bit shy to talk on camera, you do that. You own it. Who cares? You know, um, if you, you know, need to put on a filter, um, if you need to bring in a friend, whatever it is you need to do to get started, just go for it. Yeah, don't overthink it. And the thing is, down the track, you know, if you don't like that reel, you can always delete it. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's what the delete button's for. Yeah. And I would say the final don't is don't wait. Okay, now is the best time to get started. Now is when we're experiencing incredible reach. It might not be like this in six months' time, okay? You've been warned. We know this 
with every social media platform, you know, TikTok's experiencing this too. There used to be incredible viral reach, like you could go viral and have your TikToks viewed by millions of people, millions, really easily. While we're not seeing that kind of reach here on Instagram, the reach is really good, um, but it won't always be that way because there will be more creators and then there'll be advertising and then there'll be shopping, pulling people Mm. away from reels so the reach is automatically going to drop because of those factors so start now yeah awesome I agree and like I said just you know go into it with a mindset of testing and trying and singing like it might be something you really enjoy and it does you and does really well for you you know and you're not going to know unless you try these things out as well so I do think that it's always worth testing it out and trying it we've given you some easy ways to create your reels as well but you do have a free course that people can actually grab at Krishla so that they can learn all the ins and outs and you show them exactly how they can get their reels up and running. So where can they find out about that? I sure do. So, um, and actually I've got to make some updates to it because Instagram changed things around the platform, (laughs) but it is a, it's a free mini course. It will only take you about an hour to do. So you'll be reeling in no time. There is, I guess, the first part of the the course is a bit of the what and why, like we've been chatting about today. And then the second part is super practical, step-by-step little videos showing you how to actually use the editor, how to create your own reels. And you also get a download that includes 30 reels content ideas as well. So it is free. Amazing. Yeah, you can grab it from my website. And the address is shallwesocial.com.au forward slash ready to real. Or if you come and find me on Instagram at shallwesocial, you'll find a link for that free training in my bio. Awesome. And we'll also have obviously all of Krishla's details in the show notes as well. But Krishla, thank you so much for taking us down the road of reels. It's been, you know, got to keep up to date with all these things. Who knows? We might have you on again next year when Instagram changes it all again and we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, definitely keeps us on our toes. But this is one that's pretty exciting, I think, and a fun one to embrace. So I don't think we need to be scared of reels. Fantastic. Well, we will be diving in and thanks so much for hanging out and sharing all your tips. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, reels. And I love the way that Krishla explains things. I think that she makes it very simple and clear and hopefully you got a lot out of that. I think that as we're talking about it, definitely having your phone and seeing, you know, what we're talking about and where things are also helps to understand it. But let me know, are you using Reels? Are you not? Send me a DM on Instagram, a direct message. Tag Krishla and I if you share this. I would love you to. But yeah, let us know what's working for you and what's not and how you're feeling about it. And I just want to say that if you jump on, great. If you don't jump on, great. Whatever works for you is important. But I always am somebody that says it's always worth trying and seeing whether it's something you can use for your business or not. 
Well, that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold. 